Hey podcast people, how's it going? Azrin the Language Nerd here. Hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Friday afternoon or whatever day and time it is for you right now as you're listening to this podcast episode. I'm your host as per usual, Azrin the Language Nerd. You can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn, and of course on TikTok and Twitter. <laughs> My username on all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at Polyglot Azrin. That is spelled P O L Y G L O T A Z or Z, depending on your country, R E N. You can also simply search Azrin the Language Nerd on whatever your favorite social network is. Again, that is spelled A Z or Z R E N, the Language Nerd. And welcome to another podcast episode. I am very, very excited, as per usual, to be recording this one here. Now, today I want to get really, really technical. And hopefully within this technical advice, there's going to be something that is very useful for the for the podcast listeners today. One of my long term followers, one of the long term followers of my content online, asked me a, a list of extremely specific and detailed questions in regards to a short video that I made. Now, the video that I made was essentially talking about um, I'm going to pull it up here so I can see. Here we go. It was essentially talking about the importance of repetition and why it's important to listen to the same piece of content various times when you are trying to learn a specific language. So in my case, the example that I gave was, is and was a Mandarin video on YouTube. It's about 40 minutes long, and I have listened to various parts of this video five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 times. I've listened to it a whole bunch of times, and I've, I continue to repeat I continue, I continue to repeat that process and I do it because, you know, when I watch it the first time, there's a lot of stuff I don't understand. Even the second time, a lot of stuff I don't understand. And every time I have to look up certain words, I have to, I have to search things, I'll look at the subtitles and try and figure it out. I'll use a dictionary. There's a lot of research that happens, a lot of pausing and Googling and dictionary work that happens just to be able to understand. And when I listen to it again, I often find that I don't remember everything that I learned in the previous watch through. So if I watched the video yesterday and I looked up, you know, all these words and everything and I understood yesterday, when I watch it today, my brain forgot a lot of the stuff that I learned yesterday. Hopefully not everything. I generally don't forget everything, but it does forget things and I do forget things. And so that's why for me, that kind of repetition, Googling things, trying to listen again, listen again, really get things ingrained into my mind. That's why it's important. And then a particular follower of mine asked the following, looks like three questions, three or four questions. So the first question was, Azrin, how do you deal with the unknown words you encounter? Well, this is pretty straightforward. When I'm listening to a video or a podcast or whatever it is, and there's words I don't know, I'll pause and I will look them up. Now, granted, it's, it's, it is worth noting that, you know, if I don't always look up every single word that I don't know, it depends on, it depends on, on, on how intensively I want to practice my listening. For example, if I'm just listening to, if I'm just listening to a song that I like, I might not stop at every word and look up every single word and re-listen. Sometimes yes, but generally no, because I'm just enjoying the song. And maybe there's a couple of words here and there. I'm like, oh, that's that's a new word. What does that one mean? And I'll look it up. But I'm not really studying in a very active way. I'm not practicing my listening in a very active, intensive kind of way. 
But if I am watching something and the purpose of me watching it is to really understand and really learn and really drive home new vocabulary and, and, and really practice that listening comp, then I will look up every single word. Every time there's a grammar point, I'm like, huh, why is it written that way? Why did they say it that way? I Google, I ask people. It takes a long time. A single minute of a video might take me eight minutes to actually really get through the first time and then additional time as the days go on. So this 40 minute video that I'm working through now, you know, I haven't really exactly measured how long I put into it, but as an estimate, you know, I haven't even finished the whole video. I'm probably, I don't know, 30 minutes through, but even that 30 minutes has so many things I still haven't properly dug into. Like it's probably, it would probably be like 400 minutes, maybe more, 500 minutes for this 40 minute video, maybe 600 minutes. How many hours is that? Whatever, not important, right? Like 10 hours. That's a long time because I'm doing an in-depth exercise. exercise. So when it's an in-depth exercise, I will look up every unknown word. If it's not a super active in-depth exercise, then I only look up whatever I feel like looking up. Now, the second question he asked here is, how much do you understand from what you keep listening to multiple times? And how does a percentage, how does your, how do I phrase this? He's phrased it funny. How does your percentage, how does the percentage of your understanding affect the number of repetitions? So let's add, let's break this question down. How, do, how much do you understand from what you keep listening multiple times? Well, it gets more and more as I keep listening because I know what they're gonna say, my ears get used to it. So more and more each time. So this one video, I can now watch the first probably 10, 12 minutes. And I understand literally as if they're speaking in English, like literally, like I just get it. Like I don't even, I don't even have to think about it. I'm like, yeah, I know what they're saying. Like even when they have funny accents, I just know it just, I, I got it. I'm good. First 10, 12, 13 minutes. I'm fine. They could be speaking English and I like English or Mandarin makes literally zero difference. So after each listen, after each practice, it does get better. Now, the now how do I say this so basically he's not asking if the based on the percentage of what you're understanding how many times do you listen so for example the first 12 minutes of this video I understand a hundred percent like literally 100 so I guess what he's asking here is do you keep listening when it's a hundred percent in my mind yes I keep listening I'll still do it not as often but I will keep listening and the reason is that it's very easy to actually slide backwards it's easy for one day for it to make a hundred percent sense and then you don't practice that for like a month, two months, and you go back and you're now down to 70. And you're like, oh wait, I forget what that word means. Oh, I don't remember that. So I still kind of practice from time to time that first chunk casually to keep it locked into my mind. Eventually, it's not an exact science, but eventually I will stop listening to it. Probably when I get so bored that I can't force myself to listen to it again. <laughs> That's usually for me what the determining factors are when I'm getting really bored. So when I'm really bored and I can't listen again, then I'll stop listening to that first 12 minutes. But for now, yeah, I'm still listening to it every now and then. Um, next question and the final kind of chunk here. What exactly do you train by repetitions? And how exactly does it affect the overall listening comprehension despite a significant percentage of unknown words? So this is a good question. So the first thing we have to look at here is the last part of the question. A significant percentage of unknown words. If something that you're watching has so many unknown words that you're looking up every second word, it's too hard. Probably not the best piece of content for you to use. 
this Mandarin video, for example, I understood without, you know, without any prior prep, you know, if I were just to read it and kind of like go slowly, I would, and without using a dictionary, I would probably understand 50%, 50, 60, something like that. And so that's a good starting point. If it was like 20, that's way too hard, way too difficult. So that's the first thing, right? So it shouldn't be a significant, a huge percentage of unknown words. You should be understanding 50, 60, 70% of what's happening. And you're just dealing with, you know, call it 30 to 50% that, that you don't know. And so that's the first thing. And then the second part here is what do you train by doing that, those repetitions, right? So I think what you're training here is a lot of things. First of all, you're training your ears to actually really, really, your ears and your brain, actually, your ears and your brain to properly understand people when they speak, right? Like I told you, when I watched that Mandarin, the first eight minutes, 12 minutes of that Mandarin video now, I literally understand it as if it was English. It feels like a native language to me. It feels very easy, no mental struggle. That only happened because I did repetitions. And now when I hear other people use a lot of the, the words and expressions in that first 12 minutes, they absorb into, I, I understand them a lot faster. Additionally, a lot of the things that the people say in that first 12 minutes, because I've heard it so much, it's way more natural for me to actually use those expressions. For me, it feels super easy and natural to use it because you've listened to those people so much that now it's actually, for me anyway, it's very easy to now imitate them. And sometimes me imitating them is the appropriate reaction to what someone says. And those phrases they use, I've heard them use it so many times naturally that it's now natural for me to do it. So I think that it's, it's training that, it's training that, right? It's training you to understand things at a deeper level. It's training you to actually use new expressions in a very natural way. And I think when you do this kind of intensive listening exercise, enough times over an over an extended period of years or months or whatever like an extended period of time when you do that it's going to dramatically imp increase your listening ability and weirdly if you're doing any kind of speaking practice whatsoever it's going to help your speaking as well so i think that's really really important now the last thing i'm going to say here the final thing um is a, a little bit of an exercise, which I have talked about before on my on my podcast. It's not the first time that we've talked about this, but I, I, I want to bring a different perspective to it. One thing we've talked about a variety of times is thinking in your target language. I've mentioned this various times. Well, lately I've been doing it more and more in Mandarin, so much so where I've realized that arguably the, 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 the practice of thinking in your target language on a regular basis is an equally good practice as anything else you really could be doing. For example, if you're taking classes, taking a class for an hour and trying to think in an hour in your target language are gonna be reasonably equally effective. If not, the thinking will be more effective. Like thinking in your target language is a really good way to practice. And here's the coolest thing about it. It doesn't, you don't need to sit down and make special time to do so. You can at any point in the day stop and think in your target target language or try your best to do so. And that's a real, I actually think arguably that's gonna be some of the best practice you could be doing. Better than any study at home program, better than classes, better than language exchanges, talking to yourself in your own mind in your target language and thinking about it is a, is a fantastic exercise. I've been doing, I, I haven't really 
prior to the past couple of weeks, it's not something I've actively gone out of my way to do. Um, I've kind of done it more by forced environment when I travel. When I travel, I'm so surrounded by my target language that, and I'm not speaking English when I'm traveling, that eventually your brain kind of switches over to thinking in the target language because there's no real choice. Like it's just something that naturally happens. But here in Calgary, this is the first time I'm doing it. I'm doing it on purpose and I'm seeing the results. I'm feeling the results. I'm noticing the results. And now I want to tell you guys like, hey, I've spent a lot of time at language learning. I've tried a lot of strategies. I've done a lot of things. This thing about thinking or trying as much as possible to think in your target language and doing that in between your classes, in between your study at home programs, in between everything you're, that you're, everything else you're doing is a very effective practice. Um, and I highly recommend it. Anyway, guys, let's wrap this up here. I uh, appreciate your attention as per usual. Hope you have a fantastic rest of the weekend. Be safe, have fun. Um, hope it works out really well. Uh, if you've got a lot of coronavirus in your region right now, you know, my best wishes to you. Hopefully that passes soon. Hopefully, fingers crossed. In Calgary, we, we got our first case of coronavirus just the other day, literally yesterday, I think it was, or maybe two days ago. So we have the first case in my city. We've had cases in Canada, but this is the first one we have where I live. So, you know, ho hopefully, hopefully we're okay and nothing crazy happens, you know, knock on wood. Anyway, um, we can wrap it up there. Thanks again. And we'll chat soon. Bye.